Hello and welcome to episode 23 of your number one horror podcast on Pornhub, Getting Off. I am your host, the patron state of podcasting, the warden, Matt Ritter, and I'm here with my co-hosts this evening. She is host of the Sheely Showcase, Inside the Mind of In the Crowd, and Storytime with Ms. Katie Kinsey Bay Bay. Hey. And uh, there were a bunch of other nicknames, too. Uh, Vince, Vince said some stuff, like, saw the step on me, hardest working woman in podcasting today is something that Reek likes yeah. to do. Um, Goddess and of the I'm Gangland just... is a J-Land one. That's, I think that's my favorite. Yeah, Jalen Jalen really uh, spoke that one to existence, didn't he? He really did. really did. And joining us today, of course, he is the purveyor of Botch Bots and Chair Shots, host of Botch Bots and Chair Shots, and purveyor of Rivet City Radio. He is a chef by trade, a mark by choice, one half of the DP bros, despite the fact that neither of us are drinking DP today. We both have it right here. The Will Gray. What's up, Willie? I'm well, Willie. You know, the only person on the planet who calls me Willie is my granny. Really? My grandmother, my mother, my maternal grandmother, my mom's mom, my granny, as it were, calls me (laughs) Wee Willie. And I swear to God, if any of you start calling me Wee Willie. Oh, Wee Willie. (laughs) Listen, I won't call you Wee Willie, but I think I'm going to start calling you Willie. I also like William. Billiam, I let Billiam slide because I love you, and I would let Willie slide because I love you because you're on a short list. I bet you. you'd let Willie slide because you love me. I would let my Willie slide in places for I'm you. I'm not even needed. I guess I'll see you. <laughs> <laughs> you are needed, Katie, because we're introducing something new this week to the Getting hey. Off podcast, just you know, two weeks before the end of the year. We're going to start right. talking horror movie news when we have it when there is some katie we have a group chat katie frequently just says oh hey i saw this hey and just drops articles and shit normally i cover them on the creation conversation and we might still cover some of these but a lot of it you know sometimes gets left over there's a lot of nerdy news out there um i'm not hosting every day so uh katie without further ado it's newsy time horror style well well crazy so many shows, but in one. Um, I'll start with the one that sparked this, I guess. Uh, uh, we talked, and I've on the show before, we've talked Evil Dead. We love the 2013. We love Evil Dead Rises. Bruce Campbell, the Bruce Campbell, you know, Ash, for those who aren't aware, in that universe said, we're going to be getting Evil Dead movies more frequently now. So, not every fucking decade like we were before. No, no. He said, like, every two to three years, depending. Fucking sign me up. Let's go. Come on. The thing I love the most about this is how we did an Evil Dead review. And the original trilogy featuring Bruce Campbell, you and Reek absolutely hate it. Because they're god fucking awful. <laughs> However, <laughs> with Evil Dead 2013 and Evil Dead Rise, which I push, I pushed Evil Dead. I, I'm a, I'm a bit of a pusher. I pushed Evil Dead 2013 on you guys. I was like, I love this movie. You have to watch this movie. But, but <laughs> you showed us that first scene, and that's what did it. Will got a haircut. I shaved my mustache because mm-hmm. it got too long. You know, and things are happening. 
Um, you know, I pushed Evil Dead 2013 on you guys. You guys loved it. You guys loved Evil Dead Rise. Reek mentioned it last episode how I've turned his opinion on the franchise around. We saw that there are at least three books in Evil Dead Rise, and we only saw one. I personally have a theory about how the Necronomicon can tie an entire horror universe together, and there is an episode of that available if you go back in the archives. Not on audio, but it is on video over at YouTube.com. Check out Slasherverse. I have and, a whole, uh, I, I have the privilege of seeing that come to fruition via a Google Doc, uh, which I did just go back and look over the other day. I just had a like, curiosity and kind of skimming, and I was like, oh, it's so cool. <laughs> Will's, Will's in the chat lying. talking. Yeah. yeah. I read every time Sammy comes in anywhere. She could be in a TikTok live, somebody else's show, my show, your show, anywhere. I'm going to flirt with Sammy. Jesus Christ. Hey, if Allison doesn't mind, you do whatever you need to do. Um, <clears throat> I, on the other hand, know if my wife caught me flirting with any female uh, other than her on the show, I would be castrated. I've already been told I'm not allowed to talk about us having sex on the air anymore, which it's funny because, Will, like we had our okay. chat before the show uh, the other day. Yeah. And I went and I told her about it and she got all mad at me. I'm like, it, it was pre-show stuff. Will figured it out by the look on my face. I didn't go on air and say that we had sex, even though now I'm talking about it on air. So people will She's know that the last week. <laughs> I'm like, it was cool. But like, I told her like what we talked about. She goes, actually, yeah, no, that makes sense. You know? Yeah. So mornings. Yeah. Um, wait, you, yeah, you, Tommy, I encourage flirting in the chat. 100% encourage it. It's like an AIM chat room from like 2002. ASL. Uh, Katie, what else you got? News and rumors. Don't you dare. Um, well, okay. So it's the bigger one of the other stuff I have because the other stuff's just small. Scream 7 is fucked. <laughs> what is basically um melissa i don't remember how to pronounce her last name barrera barrera yeah. one of the two we knew her as like the lead of past two films like she was our girl she was the new sydney and you know she was talking about how like genocide's not cool in more words than that but basically saying that and spyglass fired her because of it and then so that happened and people were pissed and she was like i'm just i'm still gonna stick out for myself because fuck you guys the director i think it was the director even said i this wasn't me he was like i had no say in this this was higher up i couldn't do anything about it and then they're like Oh, well, due to scheduling conflicts, it's in quotes, uh, Jenna Ortega also can't be in Scream 7. No, no, no. She said, fuck this. I'm sticking with my girl. I'm not, I don't want to be in this shit. It, it's that, or I also heard a rumor that it was a, a money dispute and how much she won't, needed to be paid, which, again, was why Sydney wasn't in 6. Now, we love 6, yes. despite the fact that it was fucked up what they did to Sydney, not yeah. paying her her worth. And I've also heard rumors that Sydney might not even be in seven. So now you're going to do seven without Sydney, who was supposed to come back, without two, the two main components of the core four, the two sisters, the leads of the core four. So what the fuck is this movie going to be? Because 
I've seen that they want to literally reboot, reboot the franchise all game. No. No. Should I bring this up to Matthew Lloyd when I meet him on Friday? You yes. absolutely should. You no, should I will have a heart attack. <laughs> I'm already scared enough. Are you wearing that I shirt? I love that man. Uh, no, I have another one. And then on Sunday, uh, I have a picture with him and Skeet together. And I'm going to wear my ghost face jersey that I have. Uh-huh. See, what you so. should do is, I know it's short notice. And you probably won't be able to. But I know someone in your family can screen print shirts. You should get a picture of Matthew Lillard <laughs> from Scream. As like you know, his version of the ghost face that says "I scream for" and then Matthew Lillard in the picture. Yeah, I, I might have to talk to my sister. See if she can get that I, done. I can, figure, I can figure this out. Or I want a picture of him when he's like on the phone crying. My mom's gonna be so mad at me. <laughs> <laughs> it's my favorite part of the movie. Oh, <laughs> uh, Will, uh, what are your thoughts on uh, you know all of this? So, as a late bloomer, meaning I remember watching the first three screams because they were young, you know, and I remember coming out, they were awesome. I didn't watch the series until recently when I went and saw six, and then we rewatched four, five, and six. So, listening to what's happening, what I'm afraid of, and you'll understand this reference, is don't get Fast and the Furious syndrome. Don't just keep making movies because you can make movies. If you can't get your core crew together then wait until you can to make the movie the core four as it were you know but still if you can eventually get them together why not wait you don't have to make seven a year later this isn't madden this isn't 2k23 <laughs> like you don't have to release a movie every year wait till you get your fucking team back and then put out your a list instead of getting your b team together and paying sydney to come back well, like, I mean, you we talked about this on creation, Matt. I didn't mean to interrupt you, Katie. If you think about, you know, like losses in business, you lose two people, so you bring back Sydney. Does Sydney bring enough draw to replace the two people they're losing from their crew? And point, I don't think I don't so. Yeah, that's my that's what I'm thinking. Turning now, my space heater off because I'm freezing in like 50 degree weather, Chicago. <laughs> Katie eloquently. Um, danced around why Melissa was released from Spyglass. Essentially, yeah, she spoke out about the situation in Palestine and um, yes. everything that's going on over there and her personal thoughts. And she apparently Spyglass thought that. And from what I read, as a part Jewish American, um, mostly Sicilian, part Jewish American, I didn't feel like anything she said was anti-Semitic, but at this point yeah. in Hollywood, anything that you say, if it's not in support of, it's always turned around and used as, oh, well, if you're not supporting us, then you're against us. And if you're against us, you're this. So, yeah, it's 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 a bunch of fucking bullshit is what it is. And it's as a Jewish man, I can say this. <laughs> Different doesn't mean wrong. She can say something that is against what you believe, and that doesn't mean she supports option B just because she doesn't support option A. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? It does, genocide not... is bad in general, and I don't like what's going on over there. That yeah. doesn't mean that I hate you yeah. and who you are and every person like you. It's not the same conversation. Not even yeah. close. Not 
in the fucking slightest. So yeah, yeah. that's a bunch of bullshit. Now they're trying to scramble and figure out what the fuck they're going to do and possibly bring back Neve and uh, Patrick Dempsey, who we do know survives. Like, we we canon, he does survive. But like, I don't know. I don't want to fucking see him. <laughs> I don't care. He was irrelevant to me in the later movies because I forgot he existed. Yeah, no shit. Um, what's up, Off the Top Media? Thanks for swinging through. Um, I, I mean, I'm not speaking Spanish, so not everyone wants to speak Spanish now, Tommy. Um, <laughs> I really hope, like, Hello. we end these episodes and, like, Tommy goes and sits down with Rosetta Stone to prepare for the next episode that we do, <laughs> so he has some new material. <laughs> I just said, oh, relax, Tommy. Tranquilo. <laughs> uh, uh, what else you got for us, Katie? Um, Crystal Lake is uh going to be shooting eh, yeah. uh <laughs> will be shooting next spring and or summer presumably via the i believe it was the director so that'll be fun so excited hell yeah good things all good things jason then, 2025 baby jason's coming back it's what a time we live in like it's the best time it really is what a fucking time uh, and the last thing i have is we will be getting a uh, thanksgiving 2 i still haven't seen the first one i was going i had plans to and then i forgot oops uh but yeah eli roth is going to come back to direct thanksgiving 2 listen i want to see this movie even kate came to me and she's like hey i i want to see this movie i'm like all right sweet let's make this happen and then I had to put a bathtub in, uh, which I sent pictures to the Discord. Will I'll send you the pictures? It's a sick. It, it is a seventy-two inch wide bathtub. It's beautiful. Uh, we had it. The plumbing took fucking forever. It, it ate up all day Saturday, and then obviously work last night, which is why no smack raw. Got up at like noon today, sore and tired as shit. Was not doing anything, and then we had the Chicago Botanical Garden lights walk with Zoe and all of that tonight. So like. So then Kate's like, oh, what are we doing next weekend? And I'm like, oh, well, I got two podcasts Saturday night. And then I got uh, probably Return to Wrestling Sunday. Oh, and, you know, maybe we should record something. And then my dad's probably going to come over because we still have to, like, do more plumbing and get the tub. Like, it's got, like, yeah. half an inch that we need to move it. And we got to do some yeah. shit because it's real tight in there. Um, tight like a tiger. So, yeah, it, it's so fucking busy leading up to Christmas and then also like being broke because mm -hmm. I'm buying everyone gifts. So yep. that whole thing. I need to get out there and see this movie. I do. And the fact that it's already got a sequel announced and it's still in theaters. I mean, it's killing it in in box office, I guess. So do what they can. Pop off. Willie, any thoughts? I'm a, I'm a lukewarm on Thanksgiving, and that's because I don't like seasonal movies. So, I mean, I will probably see it when it comes on streaming, but I like Eli Roth. Hostel's great. <laughs> Where were you last year when we did our Christmas movie watch along? Because I made you watch, what, Santa Slay, uh, Black Christmas. No, I didn't watch. No, Black Christmas, oh, you, you didn't. didn't make me watch because I watched Black Christmas for the first time today. Yeah. Uh, no, you made me watch Krampus. Uh, Santa Slay the one with Bill. 
Goldberg. Yes, Hannah Slay's the one with Goldberg. Yes. The worst person in the world. Bill. Um, <laughs> I want to say he made me watch one other one, but I can't remember. Are you telling me that seeing him dressed as Santa didn't make you just want to sit on his lap? No. <laughs> Tell him that you were a good girl all year. Ew. Because, because I know that there's a clip out there that says something different. Stop. I, my New Year's resolution is that clip dies in a fiery pit of hell. <laughs> oh. that clip. That's not fair. I was drunk. <laughs> and it was taken out of context. <laughs> I had nothing to do with that. Um, I want to thank everyone that's watching us, whether you're watching us live at twitch.tv slash creation world, where if you have Amazon Prime, you have Prime Gaming. If you have Prime Gaming, you can go on your computer, link your Prime Gaming account to your Twitch account and get a free sub every month. I've been saying it. I'm going to say it all month. Listen, guys, uh, if you have Prime, you're using Amazon, you got Christmas gifts, all that shit, you're already paying for it. This costs you absolutely nothing extra. All you got to do is take that one step and link those two accounts. It's real quick and easy. And then you can support creation conversation smacking a raw getting off all of these fun shows by giving the creation world twitch a sub you can also support katie who uh despite wanting to sit on bill goldberg's lap is also accepting her own subs i don't know if she's you know granting christmas wishes yet or not that's something she'll have to let her patreon subscribers know which she'll talk to you about later um <clears throat> but you can go and sub to her and you know what why not there's a guy down here this guy right here will you know he he does things he he has fun shows and then he interviews wrestlers like duke the dumpster drozy which you guys can go see now and does all this shit i hate that this is a thing still I don't <sighs> anyway go sub to him go sub to rivet city radio sorry i choked up there a little bit <laughs> fucking fireworks Go sub to Rivet City Radio, show them some support, and everyone that they're with. You know, we got Off the Top Media over there, great guys as well. Um, so whatever your podcasts of choice are, whether it's wrestling content, horror content, nerd news content, you want to support women's wrestling and women creators, you're into, you know, the indie shit, like the NWA, which is pretty much indie shit, and all of that stuff, and, yeah. you know, independent wrestlers and ex-WWE wrestlers and interviews and all We've got a little bit of something everywhere for you. So whatever you're into, one of us can hook you up. And all you have to do is go share that sub. You guys can also follow us at youtube.com slash creation world, where it is free to do what will. Like, follow, subscribe, unsubscribe, and then subscribe again. Katie, what does that do? Helps or boost the algorithm helps find new listeners. And why do you want to do that? <clears throat> because Matt's a whore. She was really sad she didn't get to say that last night. I was I wasn't so there. sad. <laughs> I am a whore, ladies and gentlemen. I am a whore for your views, for your likes, for your lists, whether it is on Twitch, whether it is on YouTube, whether it is on Pornhub, because we are the number one wrestling horror and all that nerdish news podcasts on Pornhub. We are available on Pornhub. I'll talk to you about that in a second. Do all of those things. Share me with your mothers, your sisters, your brothers, your cousins, your fathers. I do not discriminate. If I can entertain you, I guarantee I can entertain them. Or maybe you just like, oh, this guy, it's going to be funny watching them react to the dumb shit he says. Either way, it's fun all around. Share me around as much as possible because I'm a whore and I need to be shared. Don't tell my yeah. wife I said that. Also, um, <clears throat> you guys, as I said, 
not live, but available. All of our episodes, Pornhub.com slash model slash creation world. The three people you see here sat down and watched Pornhub parodies. I mean, if the rack was here and the glasses were on, the three people you see here would have done that. Um, also edited by the boss bitch herself. Shout out to Allison who hooked us up and got that evil head ready to go. You guys can check that out. And also our boy Just, uh, the other one of the other members of the core four joined Katie and the rack to uh do texas dildo masquerade so there are two porn hub exclusives available the screen porn parody unfortunately they're, they're giving us a little trouble on it's it's not up but we did watch that 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 was the thing that did happen but that's there as well as all of our shows on Pornhub. and what other fucking podcast can you go watch on Pornhub? none now i fucked up because one thing you like to do when you're on Pornhub is flick the bean and while you're over on youtube i need you to flick the bean which means hit that notification bell get notified every time we go live monday through friday for the creation conversation saturdays for smacking raw every other sunday including tonight for getting off and with all of that said let's get into the show let's go all right um if i can get my banners back up do you want to know no i got it i figured it out um <laughs> So if you guys tuned into our last episode uh, and my my apocalypse of headphone issues and all of the headphones I went through trying to get it to work before I figured out how the fuck headphones work on StreamYard, um, you guys know that we smashed or passed B-movie horror trailers. We watched a shit ton of them, and I thought, why not pay off, you guys? You guys sat through that episode. You watched us. What would be better than actually sitting down, watching the movies, and seeing if what we thought looked great in the trailers actually ended up being good and based on their reactions from what i heard when i listened back because i couldn't hear reactions during the show <laughs> headphones didn't work um katie was very excited about wishmaster due to a lot of the cameos that she saw in the trailers and the one uh, uh will reacted quite favorably to a few trailers but i feel like the one that he seemed most excited about that he's like i'm gonna go watch this right away and then didn't until this morning was burying the X. Well, no, you watched Wishmaster today. I don't know how yeah. soon you watched burying the X, but was burying the X. And Katie also said it looked good. It, I mean, it's a little updated. It's a newer one. So they watched these movies. I've seen them. They're, you know, in my personal horror collection. We're going to talk about them. Um, where do you, do you guys have a preference on which one you guys want to start with? You guys want to go in chronological order and start with Wishmaster and then move our way up or, is is it better the other way around? You want to save that for last? Personally, I'd rather save Wishmaster. Okay. Because I like that one more. Really? <laughs> yes. Very okay. much so. Okay. Um, I also forgot to put nuns with guns in my thing for last week. I still <laughs> in my notes. Um <clears throat> Which is actually kind of funny because that's the order I watched them and I watched Burying the X first and then I watched Wishmaster because I, I wanted to that's watch them back and take note, notes down. Um, overall, I want to actually do one with y'all. Um, uh, she's talking about the parodies. Oh, watch yeah. Ones. Well, it, if I can get Pornhub to do it, then uh, we'll make that happen, Allison. Uh, we'll figure something out. Um Overall thoughts after watching. I mean, Katie kind of gave us her thoughts a little bit, sort of. Uh, bearing the X. Will, would you like to go first? So, as somebody who likes both horror movies, comedy, and zombie movies, so that's three things, not both. Thrice. <laughs> thrice. Uh, uh, thrice things. Three things. Um, 
I didn't. I watching the trailer. I was like, all right, this is gonna be awesome, hilariously awesome zombie movie, and it was. It watches a lot like Shaun of the Dead or Zombieland or other comedic zombie movies. It was like a feel good movie in a sense that you're like, you could sit down and watch this movie at any point at any time. It wouldn't matter if it was daytime or nighttime. It's funny zombie movie. It's pretty cut and dry. I liked it. Katie. Um, Listen, I went into this expecting to like it. I, I don't know. It was not for me. I was ex- I really thought I was gonna like l- really love it because like well I like comedy horror zombie I like that kind of stuff but oh my god she was the most annoying fucking person I have ever heard in my entire life she made it unwatchable Evelyn that stupid bitch that was kind of the point though but yeah. like it, but- it was just it was bugging me to the point where I was like, I just want this movie to end because I'm so done with her. Side notes. I love this movie, like Will. I'm not going to lie. A lot of the reason I love this movie is Alexandra Daddario. I have a huge thing for Alexandra Daddario, and the character she plays in this is very in line with, like, what I would see myself prior to my marriage, basically what I chased most of my life. So, um... There, there is that um and this is also roughly around the time that she was in true detective and we got to see the girls plus you know texas chainsaw and do your thing (laughs) which i also really enjoy and everyone's like oh it's so fucking stupid in the timeline and i agree with all that but i I still enjoy uh that line is just just awful (laughs) because alexander daddario's in Uh, however i i agree this is funny now i was I'm watching this back and I had mixed feelings for Max because like I get like the annoying girlfriend who is, you know, changing your entire life and making you go green to reduce your carbon footprint and making you eat tofu and not supporting your dreams. But also it really seemed like the sex was fantastic. And if the sex is good, there's a, Correct me if I'm wrong, Will, but if the sex is good, there's a lot that you can put up with. Hundred percent, thousand percent, yes. But can we also talk about the fact that throughout this entire movie, and I'm going to say this lovingly, and Mateo, I know you'll you'll appreciate this sentiment as a retired fuckboy. Max shows some fuckboy tendencies because this whole time he's trying to figure out how to get rid of the dead ex or the dead girlfriend, ex girlfriend. But he's yeah. also kind of fucking around with Olivia the whole time, too. Like, he's kind of a fuckboy. No, the true fuckboy is Travis. And I, I love me. I low-key love Travis. <laughs> I love All Travis. the way to he the was, end of the movie, he was fun. I love Travis. He, Travis he was, was fun. Fantastic. I did like him. How do you not love that lovingly homeless, smart-ass friend? Lovingly homeless. Oh... <laughs> 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 uh, Say lovey. <sighs> it is what it is. <laughs> but yeah, like, he was amazing. His character was that. What was the friend's name in Shaun of the Dead? The one at the end of the movie, still chained up as a zombie, which is we'll get there. But I can't remember his name, like Kevin it's or something Google. like that. Yeah, it, it but is that's Google-able. 
he kind of carried that same vibe, that same relief as that third will through most of the movie. Yeah, no, Travis he did. Cool. Sorry, go I ahead, Katie. Was, no, you're fine. I was gonna say, Tra I liked Travis. Travis was funny. Max was 100% a pussy. He just really couldn't man up and just tell her, you, just say no, bro. <laughs> Ed was his name, by the way. Ah. In Shaun of the Dead, the friend was Ed. Um, Ed, not Kevin. Like it's Kevin. I love like the ongoing um, "we're brothers, we're half brothers" thing that like kept going on throughout, like depending on convenience it. and shit. Um, <laughs> which was great because I I feel like Evelyn was the one, and like even when Travis, like I know this show, like the movie wasn't about Travis, but I feel like there's gonna be a lot of Travis talk. But he's like, we're right. from the same sack, bro. Like. Which, that means something. <laughs> I mean, I, I, yeah, <laughs> sure. The one, the one thing in this movie that drove me nuts, and maybe it's just like a Midwest thing. I don't know how it is out there on the East Coast. Y'all can let me know. He kept calling a malt a malted, and I don't know why, but it was driving me insane when he's like, I just want a malted. Like, what the fuck? I've never heard it called a malted. I have never heard it or have called it a malted so maybe it's yeah, a West I don't Coast know I don't know must no. be because it sure as fuck wasn't us mm -mm. the south had nothing to do with malted <laughs> um yeah but no like he just he wanted to go get a malt like and I get that like I, I enjoy a good malt but calling I don't know why every time he called it a malted and then even Olivia was like oh you never got that malted I'm like stop saying that because that's not what the fuck it is and it's driving me nuts I would just literally call it like a milkshake or ice cream. Like I wouldn't call it like a malt either. I feel there's like there's a difference in a malt milkshake and a regular milkshake, though. There is the the ingredients well, are different. Fair, but like still, I wouldn't call it just like a malt. I personally, I feel like it's when like people from the Midwest, like me, refer to soda as pop, and people who don't call it pop hear that, and yeah, see, we'll just shiver. I call it pop. Yeah. So. I feel like it's the same thing, but that was driving me nuts. It's um, all Coke, just what flavor of Coke? <laughs> Except for Dr. Pepper. We can all agree, for the most part, Evelyn sucked. Evelyn sucked. Oh, yeah. However, however, Evelyn had two great qualities, one of which I already talked about. The sex was banging, which is why he... And listen, for as annoying as she was, that girl came over to his shop and dressed up in every sexy Halloween costume and let him fuck her at work. So, like, again, I kind of see why he hung on for as long as he did. Like... That's true. Also, Evelyn was not cheating on him. She was faithful, all right? I'm sure she could have. She could have gone out and got any just about anything she wanted. She was faithful, and Max is not that. Uh, personally, I don't know, Katie. How do you feel about it? Because I didn't think Max was that attractive of a guy. Mm. Generally, they're not in these movies, but like, no, I was like, no, he was just a tall, scrawny white boy. Hey, hey, hey. No, as well. The part of the movie that I drew my line at was when she moved into the house and folded up his foreign vintage posters and ruined them, and then didn't like give a fuck because oh they're just taking up all the wall space and like Shoot, I'm telling stage five clinger bro she was up his <coughs> ass mm -mm. and not even in the fun way 
Yeah, not even in like the the kinky fun way or anything. No, just like a hamster up there, annoying. Is it a relationship red flag when you move somebody in and they immediately change all of your shit to being their shit? Yes, it yes. is. Okay, I would I would assume so. <laughs> That's a hundred percent a red flag. Tommy says yes as well. He's uh, the kink- okay. yes. Yeah, the kinky fun way is going in the notes. Um, <laughs> so Travis is constantly trying to get Max to break up mind you like the first time we meet Travis he's butt ass naked on the floor with two women in Max's apartment and my boy Travis like he, he lives in a, a carriage house um, if you guys are a fan of uh, um, that Star Wars movie um not like an actual Star Wars movie, uh, fanboys. Uh, you'll get that reference anyway. Obscure, not not important. So he lives in a carriage house. He can't bring girls back there because he doesn't want these women to know where he lives. So he brings them back to Max's house. Evelyn is not happy that Max's half brother is using his apartment as a fuck pad. Which I mean, if Max isn't doing anything with these girls, like, what's the problem here? Doesn't break any rules. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Maybe if it was uh, just like another bedroom, maybe not just the living room. <laughs> okay, that's fair. Um, that's fair. But it, and sometimes, though, like you would be if you weren't going to be coming home and you knew that they were going to be doing it. Like I wouldn't care if it happened in the living room. I remember that for April. Um, don't look at me like that. Um, I- so anyway. <laughs> uh, Finally, you know, after her kind of being like, because Max wants to open up his own horror shop. Like, he wants to sell costumes and creepy shit and all this stuff. He's working for someone else by the name of Bloody Mary at Bloody Mary's. And also, a side note, which I felt like was a major plot point that they really didn't focus on much, is the evil fucking genie that he gets in the mail that kind of made all of this happen. Yeah, he just gets the fucking Satan genie and then... We see it twice, and then that's it. <laughs> it's the catalyst for everything that happens, supposedly, but very little is going. And on he with even that. acknowledges it at one point that he thinks that this is why. Like, and it's just like, eh, whatever. Yeah, like. <laughs> Tommy is giving big Travis energy right now. Um, yeah. So Tommy uh, is Travis. I could, I could see that. We also see Evelyn get really uh, jealous and aggressive when uh, Max and Olivia start talking over uh, <laughs> old school horror serial characters. Because mm-hmm. she she doesn't share the same passion. She also doesn't want to see Max open up his own store. She wants to see him do something else and kind of live her dream, not his dream. Like her job is a blogger, which I. Is that she's weird? Things and I don't I didn't, know. I didn't know you could get paid to blog in an office or from an office. I didn't know that was a thing. Content writing is very much a real job, Mateo. Well, I know content writing is yeah. I know writing for dirt sheets and stuff like mm-hmm. that, but I feel like putting out your own personal blog on Those environmental were the, stuff. The earliest versions of content creators. Like going okay. back to like to the early two thousands and a lot of that stuff, like that was the earliest form of it before your YouTubes and your vines and show like that, where people were writing blogs and it was okay. Okay. 
She's writing health food blogs. Tommy's That's a romantic, ridiculous. not a fuck boy. Tommy um, is a romantic. So Max finally decides to break up with her. She gets hit by a truck. She gets hit by Dead. a bus. <laughs> bus, truck, threw her under the bus. Very yeah. apropos of Final Destination. Max, uh, for whatever reason, goes into a deep depression, feels like he is responsible for what happened to her because he invited her to the park in a public place per Travis's instructions. So he had an excellent strategy <laughs> uh, to break up with her, which is, you know, on the way to getting broken up with is when she got whacked by the bus. Um, and like I said, at one point, they said they'd be together forever. Satan Genie made that a thing. Max finally gets over his bullshit. Starts hanging out with Olivia. They run through. I thought they were gonna fuck in the cemetery. They did not. Um, at least not that nope. time. Um nope. Evelyn comes back. Max goes home. He's expecting Olivia to come in. Uh, answers the door, and it's undead ex Evelyn back in the house, who is very, very horny for a zombie, might I add. Bro, she was. I was like, okay, damn. Uh, <laughs> Max does his best to avoid necrophilia. Uh, As he despite should. Despite the fact. Uh, listen, um, yes, yes, he should. Like, yes, he should. Don't be. Don't. But also. I'm going to be gross. I'm no. saying it. Just when you get done, what I'm going to say is going to be gross. So go ahead, Matt. No, I, like, absolutely. But also, if she is undead and kind of still alive, like. How many chance? How many times are you gonna be able to knock that off your bucket list? Like, who can say I fucked a zombie? Not a lot of people. She's still doing a lot of really normal people shit. She's still showering. She does fucking yoga. She's eating. She's still environmentally conscious. Like, she's, she's getting dangerously close to not be. I would say she's more alive than dead. And did you see the yoga poses that she can hit now, dude? Flexible as her Tell me, bones sound like a water bottle just who cares tell me you're not gonna fuck a zombie headphones. doing yoga you guys yeah. are fucking disgusting <laughs> disgusting both uh, of you will alluded to it the entire time max is fucking around trying to get rid of his ex he's not he's not telling because i guess i guess how do you tell someone that your ex got hit by because he never even said that Evelyn got hit by a bus and she's dead. He just acted like they broke up. And then he's being fucking weird and sketchy because how do you tell someone, hey, not only is my ex dead, sorry, I forgot to tell you that, but she came back to life and I never broke up with her before she died. So she thinks we're still together and I'm trying to figure that out. But hey, also, I really like you. <laughs> and I want to make this work. There's, um, I mean, there's a lot of factors in there. If I was Olivia, I would have left his ass law. Like, Probably by the time that she caught him outside of the movies and Evelyn was puking from or outside of the club and Evelyn was puking in the dumpster and you could hear a woman puking, that would have been the time where I was like, all right, nope, we're good. That's it. I mean, very fair. Uh, she just really liked him. I don't know. Also, PSA, ladies, uh -oh. undead, dead, alive, whatever. Your significant other never, ever, ever wants to wake up to you describing their penis as a marshmallow mini. True. <laughs> like, I <laughs> never, ever. Because first night, she's like, 
I woke up and I, it looked like a cute little marshmallow mini. And I'm like, mm, see, now that, that, that'll kill the mood right there. You tell me my dick looks like a marshmallow mini. You're not getting any of it. None. She no, never I'm got sorry. it after she died. No, she didn't. Which, hey, to Katie's point, good on you, Max. I wouldn't have been, I would have, you didn't I want to kiss her because. Well, that was later. As she continued to decompose, things got worse. Flies were buzzing around her. Like the longer she stayed dead, the worse it got. That first night after he made her shower, I feel like feel like that would have been smash. After you watch her fall and break her neck and then just back into place, uh uh. You know how rough you can be with a girl that can anyway. Hey, listen. I'm just saying. That first 36 hours, 100% smashable. It's not until, I would say, the point where she kills Travis and beyond, where she kind of starts going full-fledged zombie. Like, up until that point, she was still smashable. But marshmallows are flat. It's like a tuna can. There's a lot of conversations happening. I don't think, uh, Tommy said I'm listening. Um, (laughs) Jesus Christ. I, that I, listen, I love Travis. That was on Travis. You don't like as somebody who seemed like an expert, who's got like yeah. a machete, and he's like, "I'm gonna go and I'm gonna take care of this." You don't watch a movie about fucking the Gore Gore girls and like cannibalism and shit in front of something that generally the populace knows eats people. Yeah, like that sparked the appetite. Like she just wasn't eating, and she's like, "Oh my god, I'm gonna lose so much weight because I'm never hungry." Like. Okay, whatever. But like, and she was still cooking him breakfast and shit. Like, she made fucking pancakes with chocolate chip cinnamon and stuff. That was sweet. That was nice. That was like cool. Evelyn and Max with a heart. Hey, that's adorable. Anyway. It's adorable, but she was cr- she was cringy. Oh yeah, she was I've done and lots clingy. of weird stuff for crazy. <laughs> that is true. Well, the the rule is you don't stick your dick in crazy, and he did, and that's why he got stuck with this problem. Where did you hear that? Yeah, that's a rule. That's, that's that is a rule up. I have told. I have that is a rule I have told you, all of my male friends. You only stick your dick in crazy. No. Yes. It's literally listen, Katie. Remember how you did an episode of Sheely Showcase where it was like wrestlers as candy. Yes. Okay. Crazy girls are fun dip. Mm-hmm. You're dead. Mm-hmm. And I can tell you which part of the fun dip the girl is and which part of the fun dip the stick is. Yeah. If you don't stop with this shenanigans. You could say fuck you, marshmallow dick. Fuck you, marshmallow dick. Um anyway, Max realizes maybe the genie is the problem. He goes to get the genie to figure out what's going on, accidentally breaks the genie. Now we're stuck, as Will said. Travis goes over there because Max can't bring himself to kill her while she's doing yoga, which, again, I don't blame him. After I saw those poses, I would have had a hard time, too, second-guessing things. I would have definitely had a hard time. Olivia finally kind of figures out sort of what's going on and gets fed up with Max's shit. Um, Travis gets killed, and that is the tipping point where Max is like, all right, now you killed my brother, half-brother. I'm done. (laughs) And he's gonna he's gonna go kill the bitch, right? He's gonna he's gonna, and, but then he's like, eh, I'm gonna go to the cops and maybe. I'll, but like again, the cops are not gonna believe you, especially on Halloween, about yeah. your undead zombie ex girlfriend, and they're all laughing at him and shit. 
Yeah, which, like, they don't, like, they bring it up, like, once or twice that it's Halloween, and then it's, like, really, like, the end of it. It's like, no, obviously crazy shit's happening, and they're not gonna believe him, because it is Halloween. Like, make it a point. Be like, no, it's real, I promise. He also did pick Olivia and went to go watch movies with her in the grave in the Hollywood Forever Cemetery, and mm-hmm. they had their little moment, and they fucked in the back of her car, which, for whatever reason, I remembered as a hearse, but it was not a hearse. It was just a station wagon. Just which, I was a little wagon. disappointed because, like, I've always wanted to fuck in a hearse. That that is a bucket list thing. There's so much room back there. There would be tons of room my, for activities. My sister's friend drives a hearse, like as her car every day. I'm married. Not gonna ask that question. Um, <laughs> you're married. <laughs> that's what I said. Um, also, during this, Evelyn decides like the best way for them to be together is for her to turn Max into a zombie, and he's having like, listen, I was gonna break up with you. I don't know if like a permanent zombie us commitment is what I'm really looking for, and she's getting impatient as fuck because she thinks they're gonna be together forever, and that needs to happen. Blah 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 blah. Olivia gets kidnapped by Evelyn because after their little, you know, midnight movie, whatever, uh, mm-hmm. she texts Max. Evelyn sees a text, figures out who it is. Goes crazy. Um, and then we have like our zombie face-off showdown in Max's apartment. And Travis comes back as a Yay. zombie. And my favorite part of this entire movie is the fact that even though they killed Evelyn, they left Max alive. And they joined their businesses Everyone lived happily ever after. Olivia and Max had their relationship. They got engaged. They had their their shops next to each other. And Travis, who was spinning signs when he was alive, is still spinning signs when he's dead and hitting on women as a zombie because what's better to promote a horror store than someone that looked and ice cream shop with horror flavors than someone that looks like a zombie? looks like actually is they'll never know the difference <laughs> why Al- i need I- allison i need to know why why no hers fucking nope nope no nope. i could hmm. you've had sex in weirder places <laughs> <laughs> Have, uh, so i'm assuming you both as wrestling fans and horror fans have seen see no evil with kane yeah, yeah. it's been a minute i don't know i don't know last time i fucking saw it have but... you both seen see no evil 2 no Mm-mm. okay no we already have shows movies for the next one i'm not watching see no evil 2 i'm i'm not saying we're gonna do it for the next one i'm just saying that we should put on the list because it has daniel harris ah uh. and Catherine isabel Okay, well, now I have to watch it. And Kane. Uh, Mayor Kane. Yeah, Mayor uh, Kane. Um, okay, it's only disrespectful to the dead if you do it in the coffin with a dead person there. If you're just doing it in the car, like... I don't feel like that's disrespectful. What's up, Brocast? Would you uh, would you fucking hearse, Tom? <laughs> that's a serious question. What, what do you, Would you fucking hearse... And is there a different name for it in Australia than Hearst? Oh, that's you... actually I like that question. I'm very yeah. intrigued now. During the subathon, we sat and talked to Tom via the chat for like an hour, asking him what they called various <laughs> things in Australia. <coughs> no residual soul juju. 
But like it could be a hearse that has never had a dead body in it. Uh not not to plug Katie's Patreon, but plugging Katie's Patreon. I may or may not have had sex with a ghost. So like what what is this residual soul juju shit? You want to find out if I had sex with a ghost. Go subscribe to Katie's Patreon. It'll only cost you three dollars. There are a bunch of cool episodes on there, including one with me. We talk all of my spooky shit and how I became pretty much a horror fan and the pranks my mom used to pull on me as a child and ghost experiences Matt and ghost hunting with friends. Matt doing one time in my whole life. Well, but I was a I witnessed it. So twice, two times in my whole life, dumb white, dumb white people shit. Um, I've one time I broke a bone. Um, see, Tommy's down for her's fucking. Uh, my shot froze. Your shit, shit froze. Uh, that's fine. It's never had a body in it. Fine. Okay. So, well, you just have to find a unused hearse. <laughs> Good luck. No. That's doable. Doable. Okay. Uh, you know what else is doable since we're already talking about it, ladies and gentlemen, is subscribing to our Patreon over at patreon.com slash world, where it is yeah. free. No, it's not. It's not free. No, it's it costs not. you one dollar. It, it costs you one dollar. <laughs> one dollar gets you three shows. You get Return to Wrestling with Matt and Travis. You get Multiverse with Travis and Mara. And you get, if you have to ask, with Matt and my wife, Kate. Now, Return to Wrestling is a podcast where Travis and I go back and watch WCW chronologically from the first Nitro all the way up to our most recent episode, which is Spring Stampede 1998. Our next episode, which we should be recording next weekend, will be Slamboree 1998. Okay. Multiverse with Travis Amara is Travis Amara sitting down and reviewing, talking about DC animated films. So whether you're a DC fan, whether you're a old school wrestling fan, we got two things for you. And if those aren't your bag, Maybe you just want like some am I the asshole stuff and you know a little bit of relationship advice and stories about a couple. That's where if you have to ask comes in. You can listen to my wife and I debate whether or not it's okay for her to give a stripper a hand job and what the difference between grabbing a boob and a hand job is, and you know uh, whether it's okay or not okay to wear panties to a wedding and all sorts of fun things through am I the asshole post. Those episodes are available and it's three of them. Three shows for one dollar, and the entire back catalogs of two of those shows because one of those shows only has one episode. Hopefully, we'll be recording another episode, so you have two uh, next week mm. as well. We have other tiers, higher tiers, get you more things like this show ad free. So, if you guys want to check out our shows ad free, subscribe a little bit more, and you will get that. However, because I forgot to pull it up before we started the show. Mm-hmm. And my computer is taking a little while, so I'm stalling for time. Um, okay. However, if you don't <laughs> want to watch uh, the show ad-free, if you want to watch us live, we do have some awesome fucking sponsors. So I ask you guys support those sponsors. Go check them out. And Travis is going to tell you all about them as soon as I scroll down far enough to find the video, which is right here. So please enjoy. Katie, can you pull down the banner? Oh, yes. Hold. Hold on. There we go. Ah. And the other and the other banner. There, there we go. We go. <laughs> Let's spice things up in the bedroom. Then it's time to check out Adam and Eve. Did you see Adam and Eve is the leading adult toy store that offers a wide range of products to help you explore your sexual desires. Whether you're looking for something to use solo or with a partner, they have everything you need to satisfy your cravings. 
from vibrators to lingerie, bondage gear to lubricants, adamandeve.com has it all. And the best part, you can shop with confidence, knowing that all their products are of high quality and backed by 100% satisfaction guarantee. That means whether you bought a dildo, sex swing, penis ring, vibrator, anal sex toy, bondage toy, couples toy, lube, or accessory, you can get a refund within 90 days if you're not 100% satisfied. No questions asked. And right now, as a special offer to our listeners, Adam and Eve is giving you 50% off almost any item on their website. That's right, 50% off. And if you act now, you'll also get free shipping. So go to adamandeve.creationworld.com and use the offer code erotica at checkout. That's erotica at adamandeve.creationworld.com for 50% off almost any item and free shipping. Don't wait. This offer won't last very long. The link is in the description. Attention dog lovers. Are you looking for high quality products to spoil your furry friend? Then you need to check out dog.com. Because you see, Dog.com is the go-to online store for all your dog-related needs. They offer a huge selection of dog food, treats, beds, and more. Plus, they have products for all types of dogs, from puppies to seniors and everything in between. And the best part? You can shop with confidence knowing that all their products are made with your dog's health and happiness in mind. Dog.com only stocks top-rated brands that you can trust, so you can rest easy knowing your dog is getting the best. And right now, as a special offer to our listeners, Dog.com is doing a big warehouse clearance sale. And all you have to do is go to dog.creationworld.com and you can get up to 80% off on all sorts of items like toys, treats, bones, harnesses, bowls, leashes, and anything else you can think of. So go to dog.creationworld.com and take advantage of this sale right now. Spoil your furry friend with the best products from dog.creationworld.com today. Link is in the description. Are you tired of feeling sluggish and unfocused throughout the day? Then it's time to try Dubby, the ultimate energy source. Dubby is a powerful clean energy drink that is designed to help you stay alert and focused no matter what life throws your way. Whether you're a student, a busy professional, an athlete, or especially a gamer, Dubby can give you the boost you need to take on the day or the night. It also contains important aminos and vitamins that canned energy drinks simply don't have. And the best part, Dubby is made with high quality ingredients and is completely sugar-free, maltodextrin free and is keto-friendly. So you can enjoy the energy boost without any of the crash jitters or angst that come with traditional energy drinks. Simply mix Dubby with water and you'll have a delicious, refreshing energy drink that can help you power through your entire day. And with a variety of flavors to choose from, including Galaxy Grenade, Beach and Peach, and Dragonade, you're sure to find one that you love. So go to w.creationworld.com and order your Dubby today. And for a limited time, use code CREATIA at checkout to get 10% off your order. That's creatia at w.creationworld.com for 10% off. Try W today and feel the difference. The link is in the description. So, uh, so. Katie. Sir? You smashed the trailer. Are you smashing or passing on the movie mm-hmm. itself? What did we... <laughs> Do you remember what we said would be like a gargle and decidedly... <laughs> 
it'd be a blowjob. Yeah, that. <laughs> you, you blow this movie. Yeah, I blow this movie. Yeah. Katie said, "I'll take it in the. I'll, I take this movie in the mouth, but not anywhere else." All right, that's fair. <laughs> Will, what about you? I'd let this movie take me wherever it wanted to. If yes. this movie was a human form, it would be you, Mateo. It could have me however it wanted. Oh, well. that's sweet. I'm glad you enjoyed it, Will. I'm glad you enjoyed it as much as you did. Now, I'm kind of curious. Uh, Katie, how did you feel about Wishmaster? Oh, I fucking loved Wishmaster. Right. I absolutely loved it. What about you, Will? Flip-flopped. 100%. Uh, Wishmaster was good. It wasn't the Wes Craven movie I was expecting. Understandable. Okay. Okay. This wasn't my cup of tea. I'll probably not rewatch it, but I'm glad that I did. <laughs> now I need well, to watch the other ones. My my question is: there are still three more. Would you watch more of these? This is like a TV show, right? You watch the pilot, whether you like the pilot or not. You have to watch the second episode to keep find out if you want to keep going. So, I mean, okay. I would watch Wishmaster two just to see. And then maybe keep going based off of it. It's like Hell House LLC. Okay. I love Hell House LLC. Now, to Kate, uh, Will's point, uh, it, this is a Wes Craven movie uh, directed by Wes Craven. It features cameos from Tony Todd, Kane Hodder, uh, Ted Raimi, who is also a uh, brother of Sam Raimi and a lot of the Evil Dead stuff and mm -hmm. basically anything Bruce Campbell's in, Ted Raimi's in, and Robert England. Yay. So we got, we got our horror. Well, I get I, it's not. I can't consider. I, listen, Ted Raimi's fine. I can't consider him <laughs> a big four. Uh, no. The horror big three in Tony Todd, Kane Hodder, and Robert England. Um, and well, I guess we'll go four if you count Wes Craven because who doesn't fucking love Wes Craven? True. Touche. Um. <sighs> so. <laughs> The CGI, like, I really want them to remake this because I feel like if they remade this, it would be really cool because the CGI back then was so fucking bad. And I feel like this movie done with, like, today's effects and everything that we have, they could make this really cool. So, like, the CGI was pretty dog shit, but, like, on par. But the practical effects were really fucking good. Okay. And that's what I loved. I just recently was... I don't know if you guys ever watched the show Face Off, not the movie. Yeah, with the, the show. practical effects artists. Yes. I like I loved that show. And then they put two of the seasons on Netflix. So I binged season four the other day just for fun because it's been so long. But like I it made me like remember how much I love seeing like the practical effects in these types of movies. So good. What didn't you like about this movie, Will? For me, it was like, okay, it, taking it in sections. It wasn't that I disliked the movie. It just wasn't, I don't, I don't know how to describe it. It wasn't a bad movie. It didn't and tickle under, you. Exactly. It just wasn't, you know, I don't yuck yums. That's my thing. But it's just good, not great, man. This is like night to a WrestleMania. Like I saw it once and I don't ever need to see it again. Okay. Okay. Um, for those of you unaware of the premises of Wishmaster, uh, Jin genies are evil entities that live between the worlds, and uh, there is one who is in our world 
who has to collect souls. And once he's collected enough souls, uh, find the person that has released him from, we'll call it purgatory, uh, and grant them three wishes. Upon the granting of the third wish, all of the jinn are released upon the world and can cause chaos, destroy our world, blah, 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 blah. Um, this genie uh, has magical powers to pretty much grant your deepest desires, but in a dark, fucked up, and evil way, yeah. uh, which... <clears throat> when he said that that he hopes that dude gets cancer and he said as you wish and then the guy like dropped on the floor and boils started like i'm like that's not any cancer i've ever seen well it's because i wasn't he holding like some type of he was holding something that exploded and i think that's what got on him but like still not, not cancer i was just i didn't see something i just saw him drop and then like his face was bubbling and shit and i'm like listen there are a lot of different kinds. I don't know what face bubbling cancer is. It wasn't what I had. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you that much. I didn't look anything like that, guys. I promise. <laughs> if Taekwondo was here, he'd be saying something like, Will didn't really have cancer because his face didn't bubble. Because my face um, didn't bubble. Yeah. <laughs> I even got a wow out of Tommy for that one. <laughs> but uh, back in back in the days of ancient Persia, where the jinn was trying to you know craft his shit and had an emperor, blah, blah, blah. There were sorcerers, and the sorcerer trapped him in a gemstone, which was then sealed away. <laughs> High <laughs> which was then sealed away in a statue. The statue makes its way to America. Statue's broken. Some dude steals the gemstone, sells it, blah, blah, blah. And then we mm -hmm. got people looking into it, which introduces us to our main character, who is an appraiser, who is trying to appraise the gemstone. And and then, even like, I feel like she's not the one that released the genie. It's somehow... Because like I feel like the guy that was examining it that made the gemstone explode and let the genie out is the one... Well, the crane operator she, dude? She no, did not the, the crane operator dude. Her friend. Yeah, oh, okay. She she, okay. she rubbed the lamp. I if guess you if you rub a genie on your tits, then you own him. That's that's what I've heard. That is not the rule. <laughs> <laughs> the I'm just throwing that out there. <laughs> Tis the rule. Tits the rule now. So, like I said, the whole movie is basically like she's trying to find out what the fuck this gem is because she's seeing visions and having headaches and all sorts of shit and trying to figure out what the fuck's going on. And this dude, which I told you because they didn't really show the gin in the trailer. Like, they showed mm -hmm. the human form of him, which how he got his human form was fucked up. Bro. <sighs> but uh, he's just kind of walking around granting wishes but like people aren't saying i wish just like hey wh what would you like to happen what would you like to see i can make that happen do you want me to make it happen okay here you go and then he does some really fucked up terrible shit like oh you don't want to see this no eyes eyes gone <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, the you'll have to go through me thing and he like makes him part of the sliding doors which was kane hotter now the which disrespect. i don't <laughs> that part i didn't mind the part that i minded the part that bothered me was like okay you made him the door or the glass but then he walked through the glass in the way that he did, and then it I was shattered. hoping it would split him open. That's what I wanted. That, yes. That, yeah. 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 Fuck you, nineteen ninety-seven. Hey, if you ask the old <laughs> bitch, these are not the genies from Aladdin. Forget your Robin <laughs> Williams. She specifically said it in the movie. Forget Robin Williams. These are Damn. not those genies. These are evil entities. Yeah, gins. Gins are fucking 
mean and evil. Aladdin taught us good things come if you rub one out. Shit. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> also, you really oh. called her, you called Wendy an old bitch. She was not that old. Uh, I mean, she's I guess I'm 36 hair. now, so I guess maybe she's not, but like. She wasn't. Being almost uh, 40, my definition of old has changed drastically. Yeah, <laughs> uh, another note, everyone smoked cigarettes in the 90s. Everybody. Everybody. Everyone. Just Everybody, Everybody so smoked cigarettes everywhere. I do like how what the djinn did in Persia in the palace kind of also doubled down for what he was doing in the mansion at the party. Damn. <laughs> bringing the statues to life because like so robert england's character is a collector mm-hmm. he collects uh statues and objects of uh, gods lost that were worshipped, lost gods that were worshipped by civilizations blah, blah 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 so mm. he's got all these statues and the statues come to life it was kane hodder who was turned into glass and walked through tony todd is a security guard for Robert England's character, uh, mm-hmm. Ted Raimi's just kind of around. He exists. He's there. Hi, love you. Died right away. Got <laughs> literally dies in the statue. first like ten minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Lies. Eighty five is old. Okay, so maybe she wasn't old. Okay, yeah. So uh, that middle aged bitch tried to tell you. There you go. Is that better. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Put some respect on Wendy's name. These are not Robin Williams genies. Um. We talked about how the genie got his like human form, which he goes to a morgue, finds a dead body, and then just starts carving the face off the dead body. And then once he puts it on yeah. him, he like takes the shape. My favorite thing is like he goes, he gets a suit, and he's she's like, cash your card. He's like, What would you like? And she goes, uh, cash. And then he just like makes it appear like a fucking magician in her tits. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I mean, that's a choice of but, but then she is flirting with him hard. Like, he could have gotten laid. And instead, he turned her into a fucking mannequin and just left. She wanted to be beautiful forever. I Listen. Choose your words carefully. Does, uh, yes, definitely choose your words carefully. Uh, never once, and maybe this is just me, never once have I walked into a department store, saw a mannequin, and said, that's beautiful, I want to fuck that. Because they usually don't have faces. <laughs> they just have outfits. I feel like some of them have faces and wigs and shit. Like, you know, I shouldn't say that because when I was younger, when I was probably like just getting into puberty, you walk by like a Fredericks of Hollywood and you see the lingerie on the, and you get some ideas. So, oh my God. I remember those what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) 100%. (laughs) So that's the thing. I don't have a penis, so I wouldn't know. Be so glad you don't have a penis. I'm also putting glad I don't have a penis in my notes. Have all of them been me? Uh, No, one is would you fucking a hearse? Oh, okay. Glad I don't have a penis. Every time I say something, you just (laughs) write write that down, write that down. And I mean, so this movie is generally like your, your regular... Because you see it in a lot of movies with wishes, and I, maybe that's what didn't appeal to Will is if you've watched like Wish Upon and or anything where wishes are being granted. The way out of the wish, when you're down to your final wish, is to wish away 
the thing. So she says, mm-hmm. I wish that the statue never broke or the dude wasn't drunk. The drunk yeah. crane operator wasn't drunk that day. And because that wish was granted, it undid everything because the statue was never broken. Yep. Blah, 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 blah. So since you went to it, can I can I talk about it now? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so as somebody who's trying to be a writer, okay, I did go to school for it. It was a long time ago. To me, that resolution was super lazy. Like that was the easiest way to end the movie because that was the one caveat that was like, boom, fixes everything. The end. And I'm like, it just, it felt lazy. The whole movie had built and the way he was kind of manipulating the world around him, like the mother dying and the son, like everything that he did throughout the entire thing led to her just being like, oh, I wish that didn't happen. And boom, everything was, it just seemed lazy to me, man. Of everything that Wes Craven had done, I felt like that was kind of a letdown at the end. It was very deflating. It was like so, bad finishing a wrestling match. Well, I was going to say, so uh, relating it back to wrestling, though, um, we've we've talked about seeing, like, nothing's new in wrestling. We're taking old stories and just retelling them in different ways with different characters, so on and so forth. And I kind of felt like this is the traditional wish-telling story. And mind mm-hmm. you, this is also happening in the 90s. So a bunch of movies have done this since then and used that same template of how to get out of the situation. Um so this was done way earlier than some of the more recent shit. But I feel like it's that that old adage of like, here there are only so many stories in wrestling and everyone retells them with different characters, so on and so forth. And this was one of those things. So is this um, like this the dusty finish in horror movies kind of. then? Yeah, yeah, kind of. I can respect it then. Okay, I'll take it back. <laughs> I'll give it respect then. The way you described it makes me like it. Not like it, but understand it more, I guess. Understand it, yeah. Yeah. Um, my question for you, Will, is... As someone who's an aspiring writer who thought that it was a lazy finish, how would you have liked to see, or what were you hoping the movie was going to play out as? I would have thought maybe she would have, I guess, manipulating the story to where the genie was gone. I think what should have happened was she manipulate him the way he had been using everybody's words against them for her to be able to twist and use his word. You see what I mean? And get him to kind of fall into his own trap versus having just a because her repeating or changing history means that she didn't technically beat him. He just goes back into hiding for eternity again. I think it would have been a master too. (laughs) Spoiler alert. But no, (laughs) if she had done it, she could have built it to where she manipulated him to be his demise. He's the only person strong enough to kill the gin as the gin. Okay. It's not what I would have done. What would you I would have, have I would have had her somehow wish to have the powers of the sorcerer that put him in the gem in the first place. But if she had made that her final wish and he granted that, then she would have already made her third wish. Well, yes. That's and you remember Jafar, man. <laughs> Jafar hated that shit. i mean Um, i'm not saying that would be her final wish but like maybe if she would have like thought about it for a little bit somehow figured out a way that that she could have done that 
I like both those way more than just, I wish the drunk guy had called out of work that night. Boom, movie over, credits roll. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, I mean, she, she had to focus on stillness. She was teaching her basketball players that stillness. So she had to like sit there for a second and think. Which, uh, <laughs> like, the fact that she plays tennis, teaches youth basketball, and also appraises antiquities. That, like, she does a lot. All of no. this by summoning evil genies. <laughs> on accident, by rubbing a gem on her titty. Dude. Again, weirder things have happened with titties. Um, oh, yeah. Was there was there anything that you... Because, like, okay, so we talked about the cameos, and obviously the cameos are cool. Like, that's a big part of this. It's another one of my favorite things in, like, the Hatchet movies where we also still see Tony Todd and we see Robert England and uh, not Kate. Well, Kate Hodder is Victor Crowley. So, again, you get those three in a, a horror movie later. Um, those three are always kind of together, which is kind of cool. But uh, you'll get like Derek Mears, who played uh, Jason in Friday the 13th remake um, in a later hatchet. I think it's three. Daniel Harris is also in two and three. They recast and use Daniel Harris in two and three. So like that's cool. But what was there anything about this movie that you did really enjoy, despite it feeling a little lackluster in its storytelling? There's two pussies fighting in my office floor. That wasn't the question he asked. Um, no, I like. Have you ever seen the show Lucifer? No, either of you. I've seen clips of it. I haven't fully watched it now. Okay, the main character Lucifer, well dressed, well Beautiful. you know, well spoken, like, but kind of funny, arrogant kind of character. I liked that. That's kind of how the gin was portrayed here. He kind of reminded me of Lucifer from Lucifer. That uh, that holier than thou, but in a very from hell kind of way. You know what I mean? He knows that he could get whatever he wants, but he just kind of has that walk of arrogance about him the whole time. I kind of love that because I walk around with that arrogance the whole time. So I get it. It was kind of, I liked it. Maybe I like this movie more than I thought I did, Matt. <laughs> I, I like, are you talking this. me into this? I will say this about the guy that played the gin. Fantastic casting. He did a great fucking job. And I don't know why we didn't see him in more shit because like typecasting mm -hmm. wise, he would make a great scumbag in any fucking movie. All the the, uh, the Terminator, the cop <laughs> Terminator, right? Mm -hmm. That's kind of the vibe he reminded me of. That very, like, uncanny valley human but not human. You know? Like, you could tell something was off about him. And every now and then his voice would change. And he would, like, almost go back to, like, the demon voice or whatever. It was weird. I, I kind of... Maybe I like this movie more. We're talking Terminator 2, right? The, the cop. The one that's looking in the... Like the he's going back the metal. For... Yeah. Yeah. He yeah, kind of yeah. has that okay. same kind of vibe. Yeah. I still love like the phone call that Arnold Schwarzenegger makes in the movie where he's like, what's, what's your dog's name? And then he does the kid's voice and he's like, your parents are dead. <laughs> Let, Wolfie. Let's be... Wolfie. He, the, I don't know why, but every time the gin talked, I immediately thought Palpatine. Really? I don't know why. It's just the like the do it. It's just like the high kind of high pitched kind of raspiness. I mean, smash. But like, I don't. That's all I kept thinking about was that voice and the so. I mean, they're both evil, so like, it kind of makes sense. 
Because that's all I can think about. I'm going to do something. So, weird me horror stuff, right? Okay. Have either of you seen the show The League? The fantasy football show? Yes. Yeah. That's where it is Taco, man. (laughs) Okay, exactly. All right, listen. Taco actually fronts a real band called Wolfie's Just Fine. The name of the band comes from the scene that I just talked about in Terminator 2 where he asks the cop who's pretending to be John Connor's stepmother, uh, how's Wolfie? And she says, Wolfie's just fine. Like, that's where that comes from, right? Mm-hmm. They did a song called A New Beginning that I'm pretty sure I made Katie listen to where he's singing about his love of Friday the 13th Part 5 and his experience oh, yes. with it. So it is the singer that plays Taco in a band named after a scene from Terminator 2 singing a song about what is widely considered the worst but also probably my favorite Friday the 13th film. It's the weirdest fucking thing. And I discovered it on a Friday the 13th and I listened to it when I went and got my Friday the 13th tattoo, which is just a chainsaw with a 13. Me and Kate went and got flash tattoos on Friday the 13th for tattoos. It's just like this weird bit of like shit that I have. So go check out if you haven't, because I, I I've learned I'm not allowed to play music videos on YouTube, uh, on live stream. Uh, Wolfie's just fine. Uh, a new beginning. It's I completely shit. forgot you showed me that song. Yeah. Holy shit. Uh, we're going to end the stream and we're going to get off and then I'm going to play it when we're <laughs> on the stream. Uh, yeah. I won't, won't see this now. Off but yeah. Travis, side note also, Travis randomly messaged me the other day in Slack and he's like, uh, don't show any more music videos on YouTube. It's never okay. So I messaged him back, and I'm like, we have not done that since the last one that got us in trouble for the Ash Nico thing. Uh, yeah. Did something happen? And, like, it took him, like, 20, 30 minutes to respond to me, and the whole time I'm, like, sitting there racking my brain, like, what the fuck did we watch? That got Was it the titties from the fucking trailer? Did that finally? <laughs> but that wasn't a music video, and that never got us in trouble. I have another <laughs> side tangent for the end of the show about that. Um, so... Finally, goes he goes. Oh, I forgot I talked to you about that already. And I'm like, Travis, <laughs> 30 minutes. I'm like freaking out trying to figure out what I did. What caused no. it. I went and looked, and I'm like, Did anything get taken down? Shit. I'm like, All the streams are up 30 minutes, and then finally gets back to me. Oh, yeah, no, sorry, I forgot we were talking about who's an that. Avid overthinker, I would be no, you can't do that shit to me. If, if I ever get a hey, can we talk? No. No, we can't. I don't I don't want to know what we have to talk about. I have to go. <laughs> I need to talk to you later. No, motherfucker, you don't. You can talk to me right now. <laughs> if you can message right me now, I'm not talking. and tell me not to do something, uh-huh. and I respond within like a minute, you need to be there to give me the feedback on what I did Literally. wrong. Literally. Like, mm-hmm. All right, so, Katie, <laughs> Wishmaster. Yes. yes. Uh, Anything that we didn't talk about that you really enjoyed or that you liked about it? Because you enjoyed this movie more than Will did. And yes. You liked this better than you liked Burying the X. So anything else that we didn't talk about that you enjoyed? It's more so just I've always loved like mythologies and lore and like fables and stuff like that. 
So anytime there's movies that specifically talk about that, like Robert England's Room of Lost Gods was like so cool to see because like gods from different religions and different time periods that aren't worshipped or talked about anymore. So like that was fucking cool. Learning like I already knew, but like talking about what an actual djinn is, not fucking Robin Williams or Will Smith or whoever. Like, no, djinns are different. And the middle-aged bitch, <laughs> she's not old. <laughs> um, talking about like how it's I can't remember the phrasing she said, but basically fables became fairy tales. And that's true. You look at any Disney movie, nine times out of ten, it is a Han, Hans Christian Andersen book or story that is gruesome and terrible. Like, Cinderella, stepsisters cutting off toes and heels and feet and shit to fit into the shoes. I mean, they show that in Into the Woods, but, like, still. Like, that shit's fucking cool to me. So I love when movies do that, and I loved how they did it with this yeah, Alex was, like, a little slow and not really understanding some stuff, but, like, she's really doing her best. Jins aren't common. <laughs> she had a basketball team to take care of, shit to a Tennis. Tennis matches. Brazels. Busy girl, all right? A gin breathing on her neck. Like, she was busy. <laughs> but, no, I, that's, that's probably, like, besides the cameos and the practical effects and everything like that, that's probably, like, my favorite part about this movie. All right, so you gave Burying the Ex of BJ. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm assuming you're you're fully smashing Wishmaster. Hell yeah. Will, based on everything we've talked about, have you come around to smashing Wishmaster? Are you are you are you gonna just put it in your mouth, or is this a pass for you? You know, the more we talked about it, like I felt like the ending for me is what caused me to be initially like, okay, that just that wasn't it, you know, like I got semi, I wasn't fully invested. And then when the ending fell flat, I was like, okay, but now that we've talked about it and you've kind of been like, maybe I was a little bit too distract, distracted on my watch through, you know, like whatever the case is, I think I'm going to watch the second one and see how I feel about it. But yeah. I'll say right now, uh, first date blowjob, but we're definitely probably going to smash on the second day. <laughs> okay. Because that is my other question is, was was this mostly just like, oh, the cameos were cool and blah, blah, blah. Because as we move on in the series, like I said, there are four Wishmasters. Last one titled Prophecy Fulfilled. Ooh. Um, is there more to this franchise that has you guys interested in checking out more? Or is this just like a, okay, we did our Wes Craven movie because Wes Craven doesn't direct the rest, I don't think. I'd have to look. Oh, okay as we go on, I don't think it's Wes Craven anymore. Um, it, was it the Wes Craven element? Was it the cameo element? Or is the character of the djinn in and of itself and that story interesting enough to fuel you into watching one, two, maybe three more movies? Yes. I think it's more of the storytelling now that we look at it. Like, it wasn't, you know, like, I would, like I said, I was kind of on the fence. Good, not great. Not my cup of tea. But as we talked about it, I was like, okay. Maybe I liked it more than I thought I did. So I'll, I will probably say I'll watch the second one and go from there. Okay. Okay. Now I didn't tell you guys this, so it'll be a little bit of a discussion or debate. 
My next question is for Smashed Movies Reviewed Part 2 of all of the trailers that we watched two weeks ago, uh, if you guys had to pick two movies that you'd want to check out that you smashed next, and I'll list some of them, uh, what would they be? So I know we watched and you guys smashed Jack Frost. Um, <laughs> and th- this could be next week's episode, depending on Reek's availability. So like, mm-hmm. we're pushing off our Pearl X review until Reek is available because this is something that he really wants to be here for. I also restarted watching Pearl or X and I really love that fucking movie. So I can't wait to talk about it because like the concept is 100% Matt Ritter in every it's way, shape, all or form. you. It's literally um, <laughs> Yeah, because I anyway. Um, so we had Jack Frost, uh, Night of the Demons, um, and also the Night of the Demons remake that we showed with the titties. And again, don't let me forget about that tangent after this. Um, I will not. Uh, I think Katie passed on the dentist. No, because I can still hear the noise. And ew, no, mm-mm. no, thank you. Um, what else a lot of professions. <laughs> Uh, there was Dr. Giggles. Oh, Reanimator. Reanimator was one that you guys were all kind of in on. Yeah. I would say Reanimator would be fun. I remember The Dentist, but I remember watching it as a kid. So I don't like The Dentist. <laughs> Jack Frost, Night of the Demons, Night of the Demons remake, Night of the Demons 2 we also watched. You guys were a little more... They didn't show a lot in the trailer. You guys were a little more... Uh, maybe. We're just like, I think... Like, we didn't get to see anything in the second one. I feel like Night of the Demons 2 is a better movie, personally. Like, I, That's I feel what like that you would were be a more saying, but, but the trailer didn't give us that. You were very delayed, and we couldn't. Yeah. You were doing your best. <laughs> uh, Reanimator. What else did we. Because I know you guys were kind of split on popcorn. It was more of a what the fuck is popcorn? It was the last one with the movie theater and the demons and. I like vaguely remember that because everyone was like, why the fuck is it called popcorn? I was like, because movies. Because <laughs> uh, the movie theater. <laughs> I know Bad Taste was a no. That was the uh, New Zealand film when Tom showed up with the weird looking people and it looked like an action film and then... Oh, yeah. yeah. It's a no for me, dog. Um, I mean, we can just, we can do if, again, depending on what reeks availability is in two weeks and everything. Um, I mean, I'm perfectly fine with like, we can do the night of the demons. Cause I know you love night of the demons, Matt. Night of the demons is very much late eighties, like horror that I love because it, it it's not great, but it's not so bad that it's terrible to watch. It, it's a fun mm-hmm. watch. It scares the shit out of you, and it's got a lot of titties, so that's always a plus in my book. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm perfectly fine with, like, we can just watch one and two, and if we, if anyone has time, watch the remake. My The only thing that makes me sad is I looked, and I can't find Night of the Demons 3 available for purchase or anything anywhere, and I hate when that's a thing, when there's, like, a franchise and there's that one movie that I can't fucking get. It drives mm-hmm. me nuts. Now, on to my side tangent. I have talked to you both and I've sent you both things in DMS and chats and things like that about like, because we are the number one horror wrestling and all that nerdish podcasts on Pornhub and porn is a big part of 
stuff, mm -hmm. how my algorithms on different things tend to be a little different than everyone else's, whether it's TikTok, weird shit that I found on Facebook that you wouldn't think is on Facebook. Mm -hmm. And now it's YouTube. So oh, no. YouTube did not yell at us for the Night of the Demons trailer. Happily. Thank God. Even though like twice titties popped up and I'm like, okay, we got to turn this off now. Can't finish this one. You said um, no, no, no. <laughs> Travis is going to yell at me. Um, But, <laughs> and it's not really like porn. It's just this. So, cause I also talk about how I love titties a lot. I don't know if anyone that's been watching this has noticed that, but I do say it a lot. Um, Randomly now in my YouTube, every other video is a try on haul video. And it's literally just girls trying on see-through clothes. And then saying that, like, there'll be a disclaimer at the beginning saying that this is for uh, fashion purposes. It's not meant in a sexual way, blah, 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 blah. And then it's just girls and see-through tops trying on clothes, different see-through tops. And, like, it's video after video, and it's all of these different ones. I'm like, I did not know this was a YouTube subgenre that existed. Apparently it is. Where you can just see just titties you. on YouTube. And all you have to do is say, this is not, this is for fashion purposes. And then it's okay. Because I'm pretty sure a lot of these girls have OnlyFans pages. And they're kind of like, if you want to see more, check out my Patreon, blah, blah, blah. Like, check out my what Patreon. What more can I see on Patreon that I'm not seeing right now? Because I can see the exact shape of your areola. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> or like, it'll be like a try on haul and then it'll be like wet versus dry and it'll just be a girl in a white t-shirt in a shower and it's like, mm, the fuck's going on here? <laughs> You're YouTube. <laughs> but like, it's you, so like, it also doesn't surprise me in this fucking slightest. Oh my goodness. Uh, what uh, the fuck just happened? I don't know. <laughs> All right, well, thank God. you guys for joining. Oh, Oh, he's back. <laughs> what the fuck did yeah. you do? I hit the wrong tab. I was like, what the fuck? I need to go check out this YouTube shit now. Show over. <laughs> Click. Um, God, that is the I end just, of the show, though. I just put in wet versus dry into YouTube, and I got shop back stuff, Matt, just to put you into perspective <laughs> of the differences of our algorithms. Yeah, two, two types of people. Shop backs and titties. I mean, I also did just get a new show. Hold on here. I'm going to share this. Oh, there it is. Copy okay. link. Now, the, now, in the thumbnail, it's censored, but when you watch the video, it's not censored. Just. Freak and Justin are going to be so confused when they see this. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what they get for not being here. All right. Like, I love that. I, I can almost guarantee you, Reek is literally leaving or on his way to work right now. Probably. It is 1 30. Man's works at like two in the morning. I get it. I get it. Hey, I was out till four in the morning last night. I, I get it. But anyway, I want to thank you guys for joining us. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Um, I'm gonna fuck up your entire YouTube algorithm. You're welcome. I'm not watching it. Fuck you. <laughs> Come on, Katie. You know you're curious. No. Also, she has really weird shaped areolas. So, like, you should look just for that. But anyway. So no. <laughs> anyway. Katie, please tell everyone where they can find you and about all the stuff and plug yourself for everyone. Yeah, thanks. Um, you can follow me on Twitter, KatieRasson13, link to my bad to get all things Sheila Showcase, twitch.tv slash Sheila Showcase, and youtube.com slash Sheila Showcase, typically Thursday, 6 p.m. Eastern. And yes, it will actually be on Thursday this week. I fucking promise. 
Um, Patreon.com slash Showcase, where Matt said earlier, $3 will get you a new podcast, non-wrestling, every month. The latest episode with, as they have dubbed themselves, the Yang Yang Twins. It wasn't me. They did it themselves. Uh, Just and Jaylan. We talk all things music, and there will be a part two eventually once we all create more lists. And if you go to my Twitter, the Sheelite Awards that we do, we started last year, we're doing again this year, you can vote on things all Sheelite. And December 28th, we will have our last show of the year, and we'll kind of talk about everything. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Those mushrooms. Anyway, Will, uh, honestly, I wasn't sure if like Will was nodding to everything you were saying or if he was watching the video I sent and his reactions were to that. But, Will, where can they find everything Rivet City Radio and Botch Bots and Cheer Shots? First and foremost, as always, Mateo, thank you for allowing me to be the honorary use of Creation World. If you're interested in my shenanigans elsewhere, you can check my link tree at the Will Gray and you'll find all things Botch Bots and Cheer Shots, Rivet City Radio, and Off the Top Media. And as always, you guys can follow me on Twitter for your wrestling content at Matt Riddles at M-A-T-T-R-D-D-E-R or for your horror content at Getting Offed. I'm going to start doing more with that. Um, ask you guys, you know, I, I I had another idea for a show where it's uh, wrestlers and horror movies combining the two. <clears throat> so I'm going to see if Twitter can help me out with compiling a bigger list of horror movies featuring wrestlers, um, real movies, not like weird, obscure d-list movies but like actual movies because i know there's some out there um so yeah go check out at getting off on twitter and everywhere else you want to find me whether it is instagram tiktok blue sky threads it is all at smack and raw and that'll get you everything under the banner that is matt ritter wrestling mm-hmm. horror everything else thank you guys for joining us this was a good episode. I had a good time. We had fun. We babbled a lot about shit that had nothing to do with the episode, but it was it was a good time. And Every time. I like the new format with Katie bringing us some horror news. So that will continue. For Miss Katie Kinsey Bebe and Chef by Trade and Mark by Choice, the Will Gray, I am the patron state of podcasting, the Warden Matt Ritter, and this has been your number one horror podcast on Pornhub.